0: If there's any advice I can give to other small business owners, it's work with people and hire people that know more than you do. So I've gotten to the point with the wine festival where I can really lean on my wine experts, my wine distributors, my suppliers, my local chefs, and let them do their thing.
1: Hello Huntsville.
2: Hello Huntsville! I'm Cynthia Joyner. This podcast is about all things Huntsville. We will be looking at all the people, places, things, and events that make the Rocket City one of the best places to live in America. This episode is about festivals, and Huntsville has no shortage of those, so we'll be doing several this season on some of Huntsville's most popular festivals. Today, we'll start with the Crush Festival, which opens to the public on Saturday, September the 23rd from 1 to 5 p.m. in Big Spring Park East. Ashley Riles, the founder of Crush, is here to tell us all about it.
0: So, I actually was in the wine cellar, like the store, the wine cellar, um, oh gosh, this was probably 10 years ago or so, and we were brainstorming different names, and Crush came up because that time of year is actually the crushing season of the wineries when they crush the grapes to make the wine. And so people, they call it, you know, Crush, you're crushing your grapes, you're making your wine. So that's how Crush came up. And when we first started, it was actually called Big Spring Crush because I loved the idea of calling it Big Spring. Crush because it took place in Big Spring Park, and I I also just love the irony in in confusing out-of-towners and why is it called Big Spring when it's in the fall. Um, (laughs) But like five years into the festival, we learned that if we really wanted to push it on a national scale, we probably needed to not confuse the tourist (laughs) with Big Spring. So we cut that out and then just made it Crush Wine and Food Festival.
2: So what's so unique about it like uh, is there anything that's that's going to happen this year that you haven't done before with your crush
0: baby yes i love that question um i learned early on that in order to have this be one of those festivals that's you know a 20 year 40 year festival that the community celebrates that I can't do the same thing every year. You know, we're gonna have those staples that everyone loves. We're gonna have over a hundred wines from all over the world for people to taste. We're gonna have grape stomping. We're gonna have live music. Those are always gonna be a part of it. Um, But I like to push myself every year to think of new elements and new things that we can do to the festival. And, um, you know, like for example, A couple years ago, we implemented a Whiskey and Wild Game VIP area. And that's kind of grown over the years. And so we've learned that that's a need that people want. More spirits, more whiskey, more food involved in the festival. So now we're actually moving that in. And it's going to be a part of the general mission area of the festival that everyone has access to. Um, So little things like that. um, And just, you know, because why not? I'll tell you about a little thing we're working on this year. Um, We're actually working with a hot air balloon company, and (laughs) because why not, right? So have you ever been in a hot air balloon, like in the actual balloon?
2: I'm too afraid.
0: Well, they have it set to where like the balloon is actually still on the ground and it's like halfway blown up and you can go inside the balloon. And so we're kind of working on doing maybe a tasting inside the balloon. I mean, it's just it's really cool experience. It sounds kind of silly, but just fun stuff like that that we're exploring um, to give people different new experiences. Uh, We're also bringing a silent disco to crush this year? Have you done Silent Disco? I have, yes. Ah, you yes, have. Yes, yes. <laughs> when was this? Uh probably
2: about 3 years ago. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but we went up to Charleston. We took the team, the Crush team up to Charleston's Wine and Food Festival, which is goals for us. They're uh, ama- amazing um festival up there and they had a silent auction or a silent disco and the team we all saw it and we're like oh this is so fun like great people watching but I'm not going to do that (laughs) (laughs) and then you know like a glass of wine later we were all in the silent disco stage just having the time of our lives so it's a lot of fun (laughs) highly recommend trying that at crush
2: what about food do you have a chef
0: yes okay. yes we are definitely bringing a lot more food okay uh to crush this year it's a big um it's been a big concentration of ours is to get more food involved local and national so we have three food network chefs celebrity chefs coming mm. in to huntsville that weekend and they're going to be doing live cooking demos on site at the park and that's included in everyone's ticket they're going to be giving out their tastings mm. and Doing live demos, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And then we also have some local and regional chefs that are going to have tasting tents set up throughout the festival, where you can enjoy their uh, food tastings as well.
2: Well, count me in for that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right. Oh, and then Chef um, Renee Boiseau, he's going to be there. He's a Huntsville chef, and he's going to be in the whiskey and wild game area, doing all the wild game. So uh, don't be scared of the wild game. Go and try it because. It's amazing. He always makes me try something new, and I'm always glad I did. <laughs>
2: wow, that's something to actually look forward to. Yeah. I've never tried that. Yeah, so. tell me this: uh, how how would you compare the um, Huntsville uh, Wine Festival with around the other cities? How would you compare?
0: Oh, that's a great yeah. question. Um, well, am I being modest or am I being? No, I'm just going to. <laughs> <laughs> We actually um, were awarded a top twenty southeastern event by um, Southeast Tourism recently, which is very exciting. Um, and I feel like we're doing really good. I mean, we have grown as the city has grown, but does that mean that there aren't a mil- you know, other festivals out there that I look at as goals? Absolutely. Um, there's always room for growth and always room. know to do more and do better and you know we're growing and we're learning Um, there are a lot of really great wine festivals out there that have been established for 30 and 40 years Um, South Beach has a really great one Charleston has a great one Um, there's I mean there's some pretty big ones out there that do amazing amazing things so we are trying to start doing more research trips where we go to visit these festivals and see what they're doing, and if it's something that we think would work for Huntsville, then we're trying to bring it back here.
2: Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So how many people are you expecting this year?
0: So this year, we're probably expecting about 3,000, um, and we're you know, we really um, calculated to a degree with our growth numbers, we're all about the slow and steady growth. so. We increase the attendance by about 20% every year uh, just to make sure that we are doing it the right way and that everyone's still able to have a great time at the festival. So last year we had about 2,500 people and we're expecting about 3,000 this year.
2: So if I'm interested in attending, how do I get my Mm -hmm. tickets?
0: You can go to crushwinefestival.com and right now we have our second tier general admission tickets available, and they are $100, and so once that tier is gone, the price will go up, so it definitely, kind of like the closer you get to the festival, the tickets will go up, so um, I'm sure we can get you guys a promo code for $10 off a ticket. What do you guys want that to be?
2: Oh yes, that would be great.
0: Give me a promo code, what do you want? What do you want it to be? Hello Huntsville,
2: (coughs) hello Huntsville.
0: Hello Huntsville. Hello Huntsville. Is that too long? Hello Huntsville? Sure. Can Let's do Hello Huntsville. That's a good one, yeah. yeah.
2: That's a good one. Okay, yes. so
0: Hello Huntsville, $10 off your ticket. Yeah. yeah. And we have um, VIP tickets available this year. And that basically will get you into the festival on Saturday an hour early so you kind of can walk around and enjoy the festival before it gets too crowded. Um, and then you also have access to a fenced off VIP area where we'll have like an open bar. So if you want to just kind of go in there, grab a full glass of wine or a drink, sit down and enjoy or walk around and enjoy the festival, you can. Um, And then we also, a big thing that we're adding this year is spirits. So in the past it was like you walk in, you get your wine tasting glass, and you could walk around and taste as much wine as you'd like, right? But this year we're adding spirits, we're adding the Whiskey and Wild Game, the food. Um, we're going to have like Tito's there doing a really cool experience where you get like, um, they make you your own like customized Tito's seltzer, like just fun things like that that we're trying to to add.
2: Yeah. Wow, wow. For someone who's never attended before, how should I dress? Is there, is there like a paid... This is kind of twofold. How, how should I dress? Is there a, a page for no no before you go?
0: A what for no before A page, like, do you oh, have like Oh, yes, a, a page, yes. We have, um, yes, we do have a frequently asked questions okay. page up on our website. Okay. For example, like, you know, you have to be 21 to come. It's, you know, pretty much adults only, or it's adults only. Um, it is in the park, so just be mindful of that with the shoes. I mean, Huntsville, we are starting to bring it with the fashion. Last year, there were uh, some cute outfits <laughs> out and about, so um, I recommend Eletair Boutique, Shoe Fly, um, Sweet Pineapple, Filthy Gorgeous. These are all boutiques that are prepared and ready for Crush and are already bringing in inventory, so like if you go to any of them and you're like, I'm going to Crush, help, they can ab- absolutely put you in the right direction.
2: Oktoberfest is one of Huntsville's oldest and most popular festivals, hosted at Redstone Arsenal on September 15-17. We talked with Stephanie Stone, one of the organizers, about it.
1: Oktoberfest, um, how, how did that get started? That actually started in 1995. Um, we had a huge German population on Redstone Arsenal. Um, our workforce. Uh, We had uh, uh, several German um, people that worked for Redstone MWR at the time and in 1995 they said, hey, you know, have you thought about, you know, hosting an Oktoberfest? And they provided us valuable input, um, especially since the original is in Munich, Germany. And um, some people moved here from Munich, Germany. So we said, hey, nobody else is doing this. It might be a good opportunity um, to bring some culture, different culture uh, to Huntsville and let the public enjoy it. Wow. Well, I bet they have some delicious
2: food. I- I've never attended. So like what what's some of your favorite dishes?
1: Well, we have schnitzel, which is, favorite for most people. In fact, we've actually had people show up to Oktoberfest that didn't care about the carnival aspect, they just wanted to order food and take it home. But we have schnitzel, brats, we have the traditional favorites like kraut, sauerkraut, um, German potatoes, um, pretzels and cheese, and, and rolls. I would be that person
2: that's all about the food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I love good food, and I love uh, you know just trying different different things on the menu. What what's so unique about it about the festival?
1: I think what makes us unique is the German influence. Um, we try to model it after uh, the Oktoberfest in Munich, with it we just have an American twist on it. So what makes us unique than other carnivals is that we have the big white Fest Hall tent with plenty of seating for families. And this is where you would get your German plates. But we also order German glassware. Um, It is shipped, it's authentic, it's shipped from Germany. um, And we have German beer. And um, I think that's what really makes us unique.
2: You you talked a little bit about the type, different types of people that, that attend the events. Uh, do you have like a, a feel, or can you tell us about the demographics?
1: Oh, a wide range of demographics. Um, but, you know, we see families. A lot of families with children come. Um, but, you know, teenagers, they like the carnival aspect of it. They'll come after high school football games and, and hang out with their friends. Um, so, our demographics really are, are all over the place. And I've seen some seniors come out dressed up and they like to go under the Fest hall tent and, and listen to the German music too.
2: For this year's event, is there anything unique about this, this year that you can tell us?
1: Uh, we try and hire different musical entertainment each year. Uh, we do have the King Guys Oktoberfest Brass Band. They're from Orlando, Florida. Um, some of the members have played at uh, Walt Disney, um, have been the German band there. And they'll play uh, this year under the Fest Hall tent. But we also hire different local bands to play. We have two stages. Um, and so we'll have uh, the Polly's this year from Muscle Shoals, and we'll have Bucked Up also playing, as well as DJ Slim Rob.
2: Wow, that sounds like so much fun. I, I think I need to put that on my calendar. <laughs> yes,
1: I think so. <laughs> How many people typically attend the event each year? We've had anywhere from fifteen to 20,000 people over the course of three days.
2: Wow, that's a lot of people. Explain the, uh, the name and the, the unique spelling of Oktoberfest.
1: Uh, Oktoberfest, again, like I said, was modeled after the Oktoberfest in Munich, Germany and it's spelled the same way. Um, And the biggest question we get asked is, why is Oktoberfest in September? I'm going a little bit off topic here because that is the most common question. And the reason we have it in September is because it officially kicks off even in Germany in September. So um, that's the reason why we have it. It's always the second week of, sec- second full week of September.
2: Is there a connection between Huntsville's Oktoberfest and others around the world?
1: Other than being modeled after Munich, which I think everybody around the world tries and strives to model it after the, the most well known Oktoberfest, uh, that's, that's about it. We just try and do our best.
2: Why do you think it's such a good fit for
1: Huntsville? I think because Huntsville is growing, and there's such an influx of diverse people here. Uh, So it's good to see more multicultural events. And so if we can contribute to that, we, we are all about it. So we hope to keep it going for a long time. Hello Huntsville is hosted by Cynthia Joyner, Cynthia Joyner and Jeff Morlock are the executive producers. This podcast is produced and directed by Keith Matthews and David Person, with production assistance from Jeremy Person. Jake Martin and Hans Guger. provided remote and in-studio audio engineering and other technical support. Chad Bell is the production administrator. Patricia Miranda is in charge of podcast platform management. The podcast theme was written and produced by Kyle Wimbish and David Person. Spread the word about Hello Huntsville, the first podcast that makes Huntsville, Alabama, the star.